Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to yet another episode of Organized Chaos Podcast. It's your girl, Nicole. Your mama Sita, Emiliana. Hola. <laughs> that is the sound of exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I would drive in here. I was like, for the love of the game, for consistency's sake. For consistency's sake. Because if I had my way, and I'm sure you too, I would, I would be, not be at home drinking this wine with a robe on. I even had a robe on. <laughs> I had to take the robe off. First of all, let me tell you, if you don't have a robe, and I've been wearing it a lot more lately. Oh my. It's the weather for it now. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm so thankful. Like, we've done a lot in each other's lives. The robe is probably your best thing to me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I'm literally at the gym and I'm like, I don't go home to put that robe on. <laughs> like, I was walking out around the whatever, um, the house today, and like at 5, 6 p.m., and people would look bright pink, like my name splattered all over. People were like looking at me, and I was like, guys, you don't understand. It's like walking on the compound. I live in the robe, and I just make need to make sure that I wash it. But anyway, anyway, anyway. There's uh, other problems. How are you? Ah, exhausted is an understatement. But you know, more than exhausted, I feel cheated. I should have been on holiday right now. We should not be here because this is work. (laughs) This is, I should have been on holiday right now. Accommodation was booked. Flights were about to be booked. And then life just happens. And it's just like, is this it? And life stays happening. Life stays happening. And it would have been so perfect because I just found out I'm not working on Monday. So I have an extra long weekend. I could have been in Melbourne. You could have not been here. I could have not been here. I could have been. $40. I could have been chopping vibes in Melbourne. Yeah. This is part of adulting. Oh. It's, it's the trenches. It's the actual trenches. But you know what? We're grateful. Yeah. But I'm grateful. Okay. I'm grateful that I can do. Some people can't do. Because they're dead? Yes. Or just because they can't? They're just they can't. But yeah, I'm grateful that I can do. I'm grateful that I can have the strength. Not the strength. I need an iron transfusion at this point. Strength is... I'm grateful that I have the breath and I have the mind to be able to do. That's profound. That's it. How are you? I am here. Mm. That's all I can Physically, say. mentally, I, all In all areas, I'm actually here. Like, I'm really, like, I'll start by saying I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm good. However, I'm here. Those are the only two adjectives, abbreviation adjectives that I can use. Yeah. Mm. That's important. Borough <laughs> high, right? Borough high. Like Boro that's high. actually just all there is. Really and truly. Yeah. That's all we need. That's all we need. We need a bit more. We do no, need more. No, as long as you can breathe, you can do. We can start with that. Um, it would be extremely wrong to start this without reminiscing on our first ever event as organized chaos. Hmm. Wow. That was a really wholesome, very, very wholesome moment. It was... So wholesome. The crowd was right. Everything came into place finally. You should have seen us running around like headless chickens on the Saturday. Headless the, chicken the day is an before. 
Wow. Even cool. the morning of. Even morning of. But we made it. And safe to say everybody had a great time. Yeah. Everybody had an amazing time. It was, it just flowed so beautifully. Everything came together so nicely at the end. Yeah. And I think that was just what we wanted. Yeah. It was like, thank you to those who came. Really and truly, thank you. We cannot say thank you enough. Yeah. Mm. It was such a beautiful, like, obviously, you trusted up with with our first event. You know, the first one has always had a good mm. concept. But mm. thank you so much. We had an amazing time, like, yeah, it was like for our first event, I think it was great. It was great. It was great. Thank you. And to those who didn't come, we're going to have more events. We probably wouldn't have one like that for a very long time. Mm. But we're going to have more events. We're going to have we're more We're not events. like event queens. Yes, like we've yes. been event queens because we've done events separately. Yeah, we've done we've events. Never done we've together. never done one together. So it's, yeah. Um, yeah, I cannot wait for our next one, whatever it will be. You'll find out here. But merch is coming soon. You've been singing much since the beginning. No, of I'm the actually year. serious, very serious now. Especially because it was on that day, on the day of the event, people were spitting merch words. You were one of them. You spit, you spat. I wrote it down. Oh, you wrote it? I yeah, forgot. yeah. I forgot to. But I have my notes. You spat one. Auntie Sandra spat one. One of the guests spat one. And so I was like, this needs to be on a t-shirt. Okay, coming through. Coming for through. for the next event, I think we'll be having. Oh. We'll be having t-shirts, organized chaos t-shirts. Yeah. But yeah, that was such a success. And yeah. Thank you. So Thank you. Really and really like and even truly. to people who messaged us said, guys, I cannot believe I'm missing this. Yes. Like yes, the reaction yes. all through was very positive. It was. It um, was. The reception was really reception sweet. Was yeah. Hmm. That's all we can ask for. Really and truly. But yeah, anyway, now that that's out of the way. You go first or I go first? You go first. Okay, I've got two stories. Mm-hmm. Two stories and one thing we were asked to talk about. So please remind me three things. Mm-hmm. Okay, story number one. For this, we'll probably not make it on the podcast, but I just need to say it with a microphone. My wildest fear finally happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, is yesterday Friday? No, today is Friday. Yesterday, Thursday. I was driving in the city. driving 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 and i'm at the lights and i look at my windscreen and guess what i see an eight-legged animal on my windscreen and on the inside and that was my first question i asked and Mm. i I literally blinked longly and i saw it was inside Oh, on my side of the dry of the windscreen anyone who knows me you don't need to know me for a long time Anyone who knows me knows straight up. I, I swear to God, I opened the car door. And I, I was going to leave the car because I was at the light, so we'd stopped. I opened the and the car started screaming at me. And I was like, fam, what do I do? So I closed the car door and then I called one of my friends and I was like, this is the situation. And I was screaming my lungs out. I was screaming my absolute lungs. I, I, was, I generally felt like I was going to collapse. Like, I honestly was palpitation, palpitating. Hmm. And he was like, oh, you, you just need to stop on the on the yellow line. Or just, uh, sorry, you just need to pull over. And then I was like, every, it's the city, everything here is, is a it? fucking yellow, a yellow line. line. Somebody help me, please. I was, Nicole, you, you know how I am when I'm like this. I, you can only imagine. 
That was a shit Adelaide moment. <laughs> that would have been a shit Adelaide Let moment. Let me tell you, I was screaming. I was like, please help me. And he was like, how the fuck is James? I was like, how the fuck? Do I, I can't help you. Just just pull over and I'll come. Just pull. All you've got to do right now is I was like, I'm leaving the car. It's red lights. It's yellow lights. And he was like, okay, fine. Where are you? And I'm like, I don't know. I was like, turning from Hatch Street, whatever. I was like, okay. And he actually said, Friday's lunch should be close. And this mm-hmm. Nairobi, Nairobi, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, actually, but it wasn't close. You know when you're in yeah. And not from Hart Street. That's a, dis- that's a good 200 meters. That's a long time. That's a good meters. Number mm. of stretches. Mm. Let me tell you, it was the longest minute of my life. I reckon it was less than... Because later on, I was looking at how long we were on the phone for. We were on the phone for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt to me like I was on the phone for an hour. And, I, and by this time... So, and the spider is doing somersaults. It is not scared in all my days it was moving up and down on my windscreen and moving it and i was just so i pulled my chair oh because anyone who knows i drive forward because obviously because mm. of my height and my body i pulled this chair way back i've i'm now driving like this i can't even see mm. and my legs are barely touching the ex- mm. I'm just, i just want to i touched all the red lights that is between hat street and fucking friday's lounge i touched all of them and then I got a Friday's and there was no parking. So I had to go all the way to Wilson. And then I just opened the door and dashed out. And I was like, okay, I'm going to call Friday. I called Friday. I said, Friday, there's an emergency. I need you to come now. And Friday is such a loyal G. He was like, okay, I'm coming. He didn't ask me what's wrong or anything. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. And then he comes out. He's like, what's the issue for a Friday? There's a spider that kill it. And I was like, is that what you're calling me? I thought it was an accident. But let me tell you guys, ain't not this same spider. <laughs> I saw it, you know, on Saturday before the event mm. when we were running up and down and there's fuel in the car. Mm. I saw a baby spider and I was actually going to ask you to come outside to kill it. But it was on the roof. So I just thought when I drive, it's going to go. No, baby spiders. There's a mummy spider There's a mummy somewhere. spider. That's what I've been saying. So my car tomorrow. Hey. <coughs> anyway. No, that's my biggest nightmare. Nicole, it's terrible. You don't want to leave it. No, I don't. I don't wish it on my worst enemies. You're not one of them. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. It was terrible. I was. I didn't have my voice last night. I was screaming. You know what? Yeah, spider. You can live through. I can't. Have you seen the video of oh. the lady, the Australian couple, that the snake popped out of their windshield? Literally. Imagine you're driving, right? And then all of a sudden, poop, the snake starts doing dances. It's coming out of your bonnet. And it's not doing dances in your bonnet as you're driving. What do you do? It's been chilling inside. Because you know you park your cars outside. Things crawl in. A snake is just looking for warmth, right? So it'll crawl under. Because the underneath of your car is not covered. Yeah. It's all open. Yeah. So you can just come through and chill. Then yeah. imagine now you're driving. Oh, oh. I think it's a thought that that 
spider has been there longer than 10 seconds is what would kill me. Like, I could mm. never trust my car again. And as my car, why are you creating Why are you allowing... Space? I know. Why are you creating a habitual space for these creatures in the first place? Now they're calling their... Pa- Guys, I found a spot. I found a spot. <laughs> I found a spot. I found a spot. We can... Yes. We, the temperature is nice. Yeah, they don't ask We can chill. Like, <laughs> check their bonnets. Because some cars, you have to check the bonnet every day before you start been driving. I know it's comfortable. It just because yeah. it never. Wh- when do you open the hood of your car? Uh, no, no. I, don't I don't think I've ever opened. To. Yeah, I don't think I've opened the hood of this one. Yeah. Mm, no, never have. Okay. Always, I need to service my car. Yeah, that's actually that's another thing. Yeah. Is it overdue or is it coming up? No, it's no, well, com- coming up. It's two. well overdue. Is it coming up round two? No, 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 no. It's so overdue <laughs> that. The appointment that I'd made for it that was really overdue was in January. This and year. then I missed the appointment because something else came up. That's how overdue it is. And that was already overdue. It was already overdue. It's overdue, overdue. Like, every time I get in my car, I'm like, I know I'm running this car. No, you I did. Say. You know what I did, yeah? I actually took off the sticker that has a reminder on it. I don't want to be reminded. <laughs> I, I also rang in and I got the quote for the service. How and I said, guys... Two thousand dollars. I said, "Where am I getting two thousand dollars to go service this car?" Two thousand. Yes, because I normally service the dealership, yeah. and I think that's where I go wrong. Yeah. So now I need to find. But I think it's the best. It's the best bet, it's right? Best for place. let's say for warranty, yeah. all this nonsense. Yeah, it's the yeah. Best but you're gonna be paying for it. I'm gonna be paying out my hands, but now the wait's over. Do I think it's already out of warranty anyway? So I might as well just take it to a mechanic to do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> because not only is it that overdue, two thousand dollars. I'm like, and by the time you actually get to take it, it'll be longer. Yes. Yeah, take it. Let me service it for you. Yeah, I'll get, needs an old change. I think I ran out of water in the whatever. That's how you know. And I'm just like, you know what? Before the lights start coming on, the car is fairly new. Like, I only bought it in 2020. (laughs) It's only three years old. (laughs) Yeah, just take it to. Yeah, Yeah, and it's supposed to last me a while. So I need to take care of it. But it's just, guys, money. Adulting. The cost, they don't tell you. Adulting. My insurance premium went up the other day. I'm now paying, I used to pay $100 a month and now paying $145 a month. That's actually a fair bit. Mm. That's, a big That's almost a 50% increase. That's a big increase. You know what I mean? That is 50%. Once you've put transaction fees, once you've put emotional, whatever. Retribution. Yes, retribution, everything. And that's, that's just, funny. I saw it coming out and I was like, wow, guys. Yeah, and they sneak, you know how they sneak up on you, yeah? Mm-hmm. Comes up for renewal. They send you that sneaky email that goes to your spam, and then with the new costs, and you miss it. And then the next charge comes to your account because automatically they're like, if you don't respond, we'll renew. <laughs> you, have, you have no objection. You have no objection. And I said, wow. You, you would have objected. <laughs> but you know what? Adulting. Yeah, There's a part of adulting they don't tell you about. Oh, We're so anything, excited honestly. to grow up, right? Kids do not. You'll grow up regardless. Speaking about that, I've been thinking of, I don't know why, I think I'm getting to a quarter life crisis. I think I have been so pressed. But because it's so pressing for me, I hadn't even decided to find a solution for even an answer for it. Uh I'm like, what do I want to remember for in this life? Wow. That has been on my mind lately, and really? I don't know what really and truly. Why? I don't know. That's so Suddenly, the thought of legacy has been sitting in me. I think because yeah, why? there's been a lot of death around yeah. among young people, 
and I thought if my life was to hit, come to a stop yeah. at this 24 years and th- yeah. two months, yeah. what would it be? <coughs> it's very interesting. My dad always asks me that question. Like, mm. I grew up continuously being asked that question. Like, even when I go to my dad asking him for help with big decisions, he's always asked me, what do you want to be remembered for? So for mm. me, it's always, but it's such a, it's always been in the back of my mind. It's, it's such a heavy, it's such a heavy question. It's so heavy. And for me, it's changed. I think for one point, I always wanted to be remembered as a person who helped people. And I carried that on my mm. back, like so heavily. And like, fuck me, that weighs you down. Um, then it changed into something else, and I can't quite remember that. It lasted in not long. Um, and then now I think, and I think my therapist, not my new one, my old one, asked me this like a couple of years ago, and I think it moved into, I just want to be remembered as a person who lived and was there for others. Mm. But then embodying that is so different. So, but yeah, what a heavy question. And a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people think about it, but what, as you've questioned, what have you, what touch points have you had? Like, what have you thought? Okay, this could be it or this could be it. Like, I've answered the question so many times in conversations and just off the bat without really thinking about it, especially when I was younger. It was always, you know, I wanted to remember the person who touched other people's lives. Yeah. Right? You've said this to me as well. Yeah. But then as now I go through, like, that is also such a heavy burden. Being an activist wears you out. I'm barely an activist. You know what I mean? But But at the same time, I'm like, my entire thing for life has always been touching other people's lives. Mm -hmm. Like, right now we have this platform. But you know what I mean? But we're not... But then for somebody to come back and say, which I actively do, like, it's... I actively say I'm not an activist. Like, I consciously say. Yeah. I'm conscious about not trying to be an activist. Not right? being the spokesperson. Not being the spokesperson. I don't want to be the poster girl yeah. for... Yeah, you have said that. <laughs> you have for blackness. I don't want to be the yeah. poster girl for entrepreneurship. I don't want to be the poster girl for success. I don't want any of that. Yeah. I don't want that pressure. But when I look at what I want my life to be... Okay. And what I want to be remembered for. I say I want to be remembered for touching other people's lives. But isn't active activism a part of that? It's a part of it, but I don't think it's all of it. It's not all of it. Yeah. But I'm so conscious about not being an activist, about mm-hmm. being the opposite. So how do I meet... Without being an activist. Without being an activist. I think you can be a silent activist. I think in... Um, in a lot of ways, we influence other people's behaviors and thoughts, and we're influenced by other people's behaviors mm. without necessarily it being shoved down our throat. Um, by how we live, by how we say things, by how we act. Like, we've influenced each other without mm. even necessarily saying things to each other. So, I don't think it's necessarily going out to the streets or people be like, if you want to hear about sisterhood or business go to nicole they'll be like look at how nicole carries herself that is who i want to become but even that in itself is pressure because but you don't know that actually you kind of do no i do and i'm fully aware of it yesterday i entered nando's to pick up takeaway right it was 10 p.m in my sweatpants it's yes it's late and then there's a bunch of black people that were sitting down young they looked younger didn't know them 
by face. But as soon as I walked in, I noticed that one of the girls recognized me because I heard, oh, yeah, that's a girl from Binti. Yeah, interesting. So all of a sudden, I had to get out. Because I'm in that place. I don't want to talk to anybody. It's been a long day. It's been a long fucking day. I've literally just, I've come out of the shower. I'm on my, I just want to take away. I want to go back home, eat it, and relax and sleep. But being in that space, yeah, immediately because. You've got to switch up. Yeah, i got to switch up. Now it's, hey, hey, how are you? It's very much a, because like, that's the expectation. A hundred percent. Otherwise, I've met Nicole, she's not nice. And she was not nice. I met that girl from Binti. She was not nice. Yeah. Actually, it's not even Nicole. It's that girl from Binti. It's that girl from Binti. So, sub, without even trying to be, mm. I am now put in a position where I'm not complaining about it, but I'm okay. just saying, like, it's... It's only also going to grow. It's only going to... You know what I mean? Now with this and everything else that we do, as we can carry on, there's this still underlying pressure. I never want to perform. I think that had been one of my biggest things. I never wanted to perform. Okay. But more and more as we carry Thank on, yeah. I'm finding myself having to step into a role somehow, some way. Yeah. I go into a space where there's Kenyans and there's aunties and everything. And I've got to step into, I'm like, is that just life or is that just pressure that I'm now starting to put on myself because of everything, because of everything else? Yeah. I'm probably the wrongest person to have this conversation <laughs> with because I put all of that on you like when we go out and both of us need to be performing i'm like nicole i don't even say it i'm just like because i hate it so much and like now the more you speak them i'm like fuck me that must be difficult and like you said it's only gonna grow it's only gonna grow. like that is like even for me like any anytime i was like this is the person who wants this business no no, no i don't even want to be known for all that i just want to be like a regular girl who comes mm-hmm. to organize mm-hmm. girls and and then kind of goes through life. So I can't imagine. Like, I can understand the not complaining. Like, because it also comes with its perks. It comes with its perks. It comes with its perks, definitely. Um, but it definitely, there's a certain pressure that comes pressure with it. Pressure is the right word, yeah. So as much as I'm avoiding being an activist, yeah, consciously because of the you, pressure. You, you are one of them, <laughs> Yeah, people certainly look up to you. And that has to bring a level of pressure. It does. Yeah. So, anyway. So, what do you do? I've actually never thought of it in this way. What do you do? I can't stop. You can't not. I can't not do it. Yeah. I can't be in a bad mood, step into a space, and carry my bad mood. See, that, I, I, just thinking about it, I'm like, I can't. It, it's just not possible. Yeah. I can't wear my emotions on my face 24-7 yeah. if the emotions are not positive and yeah. happy. Because me to translate to everywhere I want to go, I need to make a first impression. I need to make a long-lasting first impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not just even even in my work. Yeah. Even outside of my business, where I'm working, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's customer service. It's very customer-based, yeah. customer-front. Like, it's every day. Today, I've been performing. Yeah. Hi, 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 it's, hi. It's, hi, hi, love, how are you? I'm on the phone. I'm coming. Like, it's consistently yeah. that. <clears throat> I'd be very interested to hear from someone who deals with that on uh, maybe not a, on a consistent yeah because like I said I'm the absolute wrong mm. person to talk to because I avoid it uh, like there's no one who avoids that more than me I avoid it in 
any and every single way that I can. Um, so it would be great to talk to someone who's like lived it for long enough. For a long because time. Because I can only assume that as with everything yeah, that must be so difficult. I can only assume for me I wouldn't cope. I genuinely would not. I would I would, <laughs> I simply would not cope because literally the whole embodiment of me is me being me at every single time. Yeah, every oh, single time. The fact That's, that I would, yeah. the fact that anyone even thinks to, would think to like, the fact that I would think that any single one person looks up to me. Because I can only imagine that, yeah, there's perks to it. But as you grow, as your audience grows, as your success grows, as your influence as, grows, yeah. then the kind of call the judgment and the requirements. The, from I know me the microscope just keeps only becomes on, on, bigger. Yeah. So then, what happens? This is a something therapy for sure. Absolutely. Or someone who's been through Someone it. who's been through it. I think I you need a lived experience. It, yeah. And like, we're not even celebrities. Like, that's the thing. I it's could... just at the bare, just because we live in Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just it. Like, just because we live in Adelaide and because the community is so small and because everything is so connected. Yeah. Dealing with that on a daily saying i think even as your influence and audience and success grows and it not only just becomes an adelaide thing anyway wow. that's my quarter life crisis currently that is i understand that mm. would crisate me <laughs> <laughs> properly <laughs> let me tell you the day oh actually you know how i know that would crisate me every single every single time someone who i have never met comes up to me, talking about Emily. Where do you know me from? Emily <laughs> Boyer. Oh, I got to be called. Someone knows me. Someone. And you know you do it so badly Maybe because so badly. you don't separate. You need a second name. So what I do. Yeah. When it comes to socials, when it comes to anything that's out there that's mm. not directly government, mm. I use my middle name. Not a lot of people out here actually know my actual last name. Yeah. Now you put yourself there with your father's name. See, because, because even your aunties in the village, your mother can go and Google you. Let me tell you. And it's landed me into problems. problems. First of all, I think I'm... I'm Just say hi to your mom. <laughs> say hi, hi to your mom. <laughs> oh, my fucking mother's messenger. Because, actually... So, but, you know, I'm sort of doing that, but I think I've done it the reverse. So now I'm using my middle name, but in business situations, which I think I should. You like, should be the other way. Late, around, yeah. So someone, someone snitching on me. It's uh, uh, no, that's a lie. They're telling you. Someone snitched on me to begin with. Emily, my mom's you're... not googling me. Really? No. Really? I know for a fact she's not. Actually, I can't say. You can't say that yeah. because think about it, right? The only way she doesn't have socials, maybe she has Facebook. Facebook, Facebook is what, yeah. yes, and that's what you allow her access to. Yeah. If your parent really wanted to know, because even me, I Google myself sometimes. Yeah. Just to see what's out there about me. See what they're saying. See what they're saying. You know, someone does a quick Google, who is this person, right? Because yeah. that's where you find, literally, you can find anybody's TikTok, socials, yeah. whatever. That's where you start. Yeah. Actually, yeah, she, I don't know. Maybe she Googled me, but I'm just going to, well, okay, so this is what happened. I was on the phone to my mom. 
And I was telling her about this interview that I've gone, that I'm going to, to do. And I was like, you know, and everyone on this podcast knows my current journey with religion and particularly God. Why are you whispering? <laughs> <laughs> Say it now. Um... So, you know, mama, I'm on the phone to her, so she's back in Kenya. It's actually a video call, mm. video call these days. And she says to me, let's pray about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we can pray later. Call me tomorrow or whatever. Mm. And we'll pray. She's like, Emily, we're going to pray now. You know, when they suddenly change their tone, you're like, okay, okay cool. cool. Like, sure. <laughs> cool. She's like, close your eyes. And I'm like, ah, is this the prayer that God comes and I'm not supposed to be seeing him? Because she just kept insisting to close. And I closed, actually, I closed my eyes like this. She was like, no, 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 no. Take your hands off and just close them. So that I, and I was like, okay, mom, just get just, to this down. Okay, pastor. <laughs> My mother starts praying. Hi, God. No, no, hi, God. Dear God or something of that. However, the way people start prayers, including me. Sorry, really. Mm. Back on. Um, you know, I'm here to pray, you know. Daughter, so she kind of does the preamble. I think mm-hmm. we all have the same preamble. Every afternoon, yes, yes, the same yes, 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 yes. We thank you. There's for a, a structure for a prayer. Yeah, you watch the taught the pra- yeah. Yeah, you taught the structure of a prayer. Yeah. You first start with gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> you acknowledge. You acknowledge. You gratify, and then you acknowledge your weaknesses. Yes, and then that's when you ask at the end. And then you have to ask for forgiveness too. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and during this prayer, my mom starts talking about. I know, you know, that um, she doesn't really believe in you at the moment, you know, due to certain things that she thinks you have disappointed. And I'm like, uh-uh, we're not praying for my interview. We haven't even got into the interview bit. It's like, due to certain things that, you know, she thinks you've disappointed her in, you know, as a mother, dear God, I know that I may have failed, but God, please instill the belief back in her. Show her that you are God. And she's like, <laughs> where is all of this coming from? She's like, you know, um, God, um, I'm just praying. Then she prayed for this interview, and I was ready to say Amen. Then she went back. She said, "Dear God, in my, for me and my household." She quoted, "As for me and my household, we shall serve the Lord, and my daughter is part of my household. Father God, she will serve you. Father God, if she if she once said that she won't, Father God, she will. Father God, she will serve that you. That prayer Father entered God, heaven. Uh, You're getting you. that job. My mother was crying. That prayer entered heaven. It entered heaven on your behalf, sis. She was crying. And that's the end of the prayer. I was like, this fucking organized care podcast is going to get me into so much fucking trouble. Then I finished. I was like, oh, mom, um, good prayer. What do you mean? You know, I don't believe in you. I was like, yeah, I've been hearing. <laughs> and uh, she's, as, uh, she's been listening. And the fact that you still in denial talking about someone snitched on you. Someone sis, snitched on me, man. It's you and your government name. She goes to Google you, Evelyn oh, Boyer. That's the first thing but that I comes think up. actually, uh, the podcast episode is Did All Men in the did Bible all men Lie? lie. Of yeah. course, that's the first one she's going to pray God into. What is my mother saying about the Bible that is not positive? What is my daughter saying about the Bible that is not positive? But anyway, and then after that, I was just, uh, anyway. Yeah, guys, I believe in God. Like, God, I, I said on that podcast, I am a Christian. Raised in a Christian home. <laughs> in Christian homes. That's the story of every black child. As for me and my mother's house household. Now I know if my dad hears that, it's a rap for me. Actually, there's no way my dad can hear that. It's actually going to be a rap for me and everyone. He will now tune into this podcast every damn day. But anyway, I was on uh, Twitter. Man, I spent so much. 
time on Twitter. Twitter is actually elite. But you know what? Yeah, Twitter is beloved for us millennials. And I'm actually quite okay with that. Are we millennials? We are millennials. We are millennials. I mean, I'm on the border of Gen Z. Yeah. Um... Half and half. I think I have. I'm still very I'm a 99 baby. Come on now. I'm not 2000. Stop don't insult me. So I'm half and half. Yeah. I have the mind of a millennial, but technically I'm a Gen Z. I was on Twitter. Actually saw a few things. Um, oh, it's on my fucking phone. But I think I've spoken about this very briefly here. There's a tweet. <laughs> There's a question on Again, once again, tell me, um, uh, sorry, people, tell me about that one time you knew your man really loved you. Mm. This tweet caught my eye. I said, the bar is in hell. So this is how this woman was told, was shown. <laughs> don't laugh, your don't face. laugh. That's somebody's reality, okay, man. Sorry. That's somebody's reality. Before you laugh, I don't want to laugh. We've got to acknowledge other women's experiences <laughs> for what they are. <laughs> stop. And believe, stop. Just read the tweets, man. I don't want to laugh. <laughs> okay. So, uh, okay. <clears throat> There's a tweet asking women, particularly, mm-hmm. tell us when you knew that your man really loves you. This was the answer. A lot, to be honest. Stayed with me throughout my 36 hours of labor. Cleaned after me when my water broke. Fed and prayed for me. He recently well billed cash to me when there was cash scarcity. This is just a few. Alhamdulillah for him. And may Allah continue to bless him for me. And I said to myself. Is this his, no, no, no. Let's confirm. Is that his child though? That That's she's having? His child. I, That's the same question I had. I had the same exact question. And I was like, I need to go through the comments. To find out if someone is thinking like me, because as I am labor, who who it doesn't matter if I'm laboring for ninety eight days, forty. It doesn't matter if I'm laboring for forty days and forty. Forget the labor. <laughs> the minute that pregnancy test comes positive, by the way, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> no, it's all you. <laughs> all I am doing is carrying this child. What do you mean? I have to. Go. <laughs> Yo, she said, "Nah." He fed and he prayed for me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. My mother can pray for me. It's the fine. bar it's is okay. in absolute no hell. in labor. The bar is in. But hell. then you know what? Yeah, she's probably around people who have had kids, who have had and their the babies, and their men have not been present. Yeah, Guys, right. this is not. Mm-mm. This is not Miss Andre. It's not me, Sandri. It's bare minimum expectations. I'm so sorry. Your sperm came out with my own egg. You actually came inside. You came, yes. You invaded my body. You misbalanced my pH. Absolutely. You know, you threw my whole, my hormones are off. Everything. It's your fault. My belly is exaggerated. You know what I mean? Auntie, you stayed with me for 36 hours. Where else? Oh, actually... You know, I hear things like this, and I'm like, I wish a man could. Uh-uh. I wish a man could demand gratitude for things like that. That is the day. I have this vision of myself. Like, I'm holding a glass right now, just smashing over somebody's head, because I will kill somebody's child. Imagine you're in late. You're actually mad. Nah. You know, I don't think, the thing is, the way I'm set up, a man couldn't try with me. No, these men are brave. These men are brave. Emily, they're audacious. Never say never. Never say never. They're audacious. But I, oh. but I will kill you. 
Or there's no other way. Yeah, a child's coming to the life. You're you're going. There's no other way. You're leaving the world. A child's coming. That Some is something has to give. Yeah, and it's your life that has to. Are you mad? I said that is as I'm labor. Where else are you? Where else are you? Where else? What else are you doing? As I'm labor, where unless you know what the only other excuse you'd have for not being present during my labor is if you're closing a million dollar billion dollar deal that you have to be present for in that exact moment. Not even a million dollars. Million dollars. I shall's life. Million dollars is fine. Million dollars is fine. That one you can make. Billion. Billion dollar deal. And I need to see yes that in my bank account. Absolutely. The next day. Before you even step into this, before you yes, labor room, the contract has to be done. Say, baby, this is what we did. You're pushing the baby as make a billion dollars. Cool, cool. You know what? Fine. Fair I'm enough. Push. Fair enough. I, see, my 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 thing here is the buys in hell. How is this? Because as for me, that doesn't show that you love me. It does not. <laughs> It doesn't because you fed and prayed for me. Sorry, as I'm pushing. No, I will actually no. Who should feed me? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Whose else's responsibility is this? Because you know what the fact up thing is. The fact up thing is roles reversed. And I, I am feeding you. I am washing you. I am cooking for you. I am doing all these things. And I'm not even counting myself as look. I'm doing. I'm doing too much because I'm like, this is what we do for each other. We're each other's fucking people. And then on that same thread, there's people who have talking about you know I had like some actually a, a, a beautiful one I saw was they've been married together and I was like even that for me I give you hats off. You know if I give you hats off it's big. They've been married for a while. The um, this is actually a man answering. You know. Man, this is a question for women. Now, nah, man is in the comments because their um, their voice must always be heard. Honestly, but this was a good speak. voice. Mm. They've been married. The mother, the the man's the husband's mother, felt very sick, but um, the guy works a lot, like whatever. Um, the lady works nine to five. The guy's almost always working. Like they're cheating. They're mostly working. Um, that's your trauma. Stop! 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 It's me. You're projecting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'll take it back. And this woman, without ever asking, without ever complaining, for months, you know, she's pretty high up at her job. She's like a top manager. So when she comes, she goes cooks for the husband, get ready, get food ready, whatever. Then goes to the mom's house, um, to wash the mom, to cook for the mom, to clean for the mom, and everything. And she just takes care of the home for the mom. And she takes care of the mom so well. Um, and she's never complained. She's never said anything. She never asked for anything. And I was like, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. But coming from a woman is not surprising. Exactly. And that's what I'm because saying. Because that's what we have been conditioned and taught to do yeah. all our entire lives. Matter of fact, if you don't do that, you're a witch. And you know what? I was so you're grateful. You're considered to be a witch. Sorry. I know. I was so grateful to have our aunties and moms there during the wine tour to yeah. have, have a conversation with us. And I touched base with them after I sat with Auntie Sandra. And at some point, she said to me, obviously, we're all from, we're both from di- different generations. Yeah. Our beliefs and what we're brought up with were so different. different. And what you guys are learning, I think mom said it too, what you guys are learning, we too were learning. What you're getting exposed to, we too were getting exposed to. But what's happening is the men are not growing fast enough with yeah. us. 
Because we're coming from, the reason why we are having so much issues with our men, the reason why we are not wanting to get married as a generation, as it is, and we're not taking bullshit from men, and the ones who we are, we're taking extra bullshit from men, is because we're coming from a generation of, we're kids raised in the 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. especially as immigrants, right? Mm-hmm. African patriarchy is their go-to. Yeah. Right, you really ever saw house husbands. You really ever saw yeah. it was always mom and dad, even at the time. But then our mothers are career women, mm-hmm. so our mothers are the first generations who are not housewives, mm-hmm. unlike their mothers, they were career women. They had careers, but in being career women, they then had to prove that I can be a career woman and be a housewife. Because the question would be, why do you want to go why to work? When I'm going to work, when really you could just be at home with the kids. Yeah. They wanted their freedom financially and everything. Mm. So they had to go to work and they wanted to go to work. But they had to justify going to yeah. work. So for a long time, it was always, you see, growing up, say you're in a two-parent household. Two household and your siblings, boy and a girl. The boy watched dad coming back home. Watch mom and dad come back home from the nine to fives. They come back home together. Dad sits back, chills. The mom. He's barking orders, he's shouting, he's in a bad mood because his day has been ruined at work, he's shouting at everybody. Mom is there in charge of, you know, nurturing the the kids. She's doing homework, she's doing, and I'm still seeing in my own household to date. Mm -hmm. She's doing homework for the kids, she's doing cooking, she's doing the cleaning, dad's chilling. Mm -hmm. Barely any responsibility, Mm -hmm. right? So now, as a girl growing up, and I've said this to my mom directly to her face, Mm -hmm. I said, I don't want the life that you have. So we are now getting to an age where we're not wanting to have to justify either or. If you want me to be a housewife, then you need to be a hundred percent provider. And providing to what I want to, to do. To what I want yeah. to do. Otherwise allow me to go and get Allow me to go and yes. Yeah. If I'm gonna be a career woman, we're sharing duties at home. hundred percent. And these men are really struggling to learn that. And yeah. shout out to the men, you know what? We talk so much shit. But really truly shout out to the men who step up and do it's beautiful. and support oh, the women and so support their households it it's such a beautiful thing without sacrificing because other men will now do i am doing i'm cooking i'm cleaning i'm changing the baby's diapers so i'm gonna go cheat yeah. because i deserve the reward yeah. i do whatever you want because i'm a good man because really and truly wherever they're sitting they're that's yeah. that's yes they're doing above more than what they're yeah. meant to doing so it's such a dissonance between the two. And it's so incongruent. Like, it's just... <laughs> and now we're battling this transition, this generational transition. Yeah. And it's, we're struggling. Yeah. And we're not having enough of the conversations. And the men are not in their f- circles, in their mates. They're egging each other on. But yeah, on. like, I've had <laughs> some conversations between men where they speak. You know what? I I know at last episode I said I've got a, med- a lot of male friends and you fucking laughed at me. But upon reviewing, I do have a Actually, I'm around a lot of guys. I guess because of my career. Mm-hmm. Okay. My life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe not friends, but I'm around a lot of guys. Mm. And I get to hear very different sides of the conversations. Mm. I get to hear... And it's so... When it happens, oh my God. I get to hear some men absolutely gush about their women. Mm. And oh my god, it is like my heart uh, melts. It's it's how they speak about them. Like they still make jokes about them, but it's how they speak about them. 
And these are the guys when <clears throat> they're talking about stuff at home. I remember one guy at work saying, oh, I'm pretty young too. It's like, oh, I'm going to go home. Like, my wife's going to get home and I want to try and do my makeup. I'm like, ha-ha. That is so beautiful. You must be beautiful. Let me guess what the gag is. The old white men, aren't they? You'd, you'd be very surprised. Really? You'd be very surprised. Oh. I recently met this. I really hope he never finds this fucking podcast. I met this black man in my building. Wow. And this black man in my building. He's not the guy who was talking like this. But anyway, I met this very beautiful guy. And he's got... Somehow he knows where all the black... You know, there's just what, that one person... I guess that's for you. It's just that one person who knows where all the black people are. Because as I've been in this building, I've only seen, like, two people, two black people my age. I met this guy, and suddenly, like, every time we go out for lunch, there's just pure black people my age. I within love the same. And I'm like, where the heck are you guys? And we weren't... So that's why we're talking about this. Um, Actually, no, we weren't... Um, we've gone... It wasn't, like, a lunch. It was, like, a... You know when it gets to like 3 p.m. and you're like, let's go for coffee. Mm. Um, so we'd gone for that. So it's like 3, 3.30, like very close to work day. And a lot of them finish up four. And <clears throat> we were just talking about like random things. And that's when this came up. It was actually a very young black man who said that. That is so wholesome because we don't hear a lot of that. You don't hear. And I was in that circle and there was three black guys and one black girl and then me. So two black. It was like about five or six of us. And the conversation, somehow, of course, we turned to talking about relationships and stuff. Um, and the conversations these men, were, these men were having, it was so beautiful. To how So two of them in a relationship, this guy that I met is in a relationship. Mm. But the way those two married men, and even how the single man was talking about, like the girls he's dealt with, it, it was in a very, very, very different way than I've had it spoken before. Like, maybe not, like, not ever, but it was in such a very beautiful way. Like, one of the guys um, is just about to have his first kid. This man is so excited. Like, he is so excited. Like, he was like, oh, my God. And, like, you know me, I get so excited about stuff like this. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is so good. Like, what is, what's your mm, wife thinking about? And mm. he's like... No, 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 like, this is the bassinet that I think we should be getting. This is the whatever. Oh, and that is so refreshing. And this is a black man. Okay, so they do exist. This is a black man. And they, how they speak, when that man said, like, look, I've got to, because we were just kept going and going. We are talking about careers and all sorts of things. And they were just going and going and going. And I was like, sorry, guys, you know, mom's going to get home before me. And I'm like, when, uh, when she gets home, I try to find dinner cooked. And I was like, God of this man. So when you see me, you think me, I'm just a stone in this surface of the earth. Because what did those women do? What prayers did they pray that I've not been praying? How beautiful is that? That is so beautiful. And they're not all about like in their early 30s. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's very beautiful. It is very beautiful. And I've also had some white guys, but not even white. Uh, what are they called? Um, European? There's this European guy in my team. He's been married to the wife for 25 years. That man loves that woman. That man absolutely loves. They've gone through breast cancer together. Um, this year for the 25th wedding anniversary, he's planning a surprise trip to the US for six weeks. Um, they've had kids. He's just lost his mom. That man absolutely 
loves mm. the woman. And then there's this other one in my team who just talks so much shit about the wife, the, the fiance. And I'm like, you don't even like your fiance. So when, like, oh, what was I going to do? So, like, I feel like, actually, maybe a question I'll ask those guys is, is this what you saw in your, in your families? Hmm. Mm. What was modeled for you? Yeah, for you actually, what was modeled for yeah. them? But it's so, when you hear those conversations, it's so refreshing. Mm. Very refreshing. So it exists. You just have to pray. Let me tell you, my mother needs to come on you this have podcast. To write, yeah, you have to write the, have the right prayer. And you know what I've been preaching more about of really? And I talked about it, I think, in a couple of episodes ago. I think as women as a whole, we need to let go of this. I spoke to a man the other day and he, a man, (laughs) a nigga. (laughs) And we're talking about, you know, how we all navigate relationship, a nigga. He was a nigga. Um, how we all navigate relationships, you know, and the contrast, the contrast and difference, the contrast between men and women and how we approach them. And this man was so bumblezled to find out that as women, and I think a lot of women do this, mm-hmm. as women, when you meet a man, you do a quick assessment, mm-hmm. right? You do a quick, okay, are you husband material? Yes, yeah. no, okay, let's see how we go, you know? Put you in a basket. What boxes, yeah, what boxes do you take? It's an immediate, what boxes do you take Straight to away. be a potential? Straight away. Right? Every man is a husband until he's not. Yeah. Because we approach it, we're like, okay, yeah. boom, book. You take this book, take this book. Okay, 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 cool. You can let you, you can let you into my life for this reason, for this X yeah. amount of time, with this purpose. Yeah. Men don't do it like that. How do they do it? It's really and truly, I want to experience you. Until I don't. Yeah, I don't really. I'm not thinking about the future. I'm not thinking about this. I'm not it's here and now. Yes, it's a here and now. And if you do make it, you make it right. And that was so insightful for me. I'm not mad at it, though. I'm not mad at it. And I started adopting it. Yeah. I'm like, we really, and I said this, like, we really and truly need to start just allowing ourselves to just experience people. Thank you. Stop forcing issues. Stop forcing longevity and permanence in situations that they're not supposed to be in. Because that's what we sell ourselves short as well. Let me tell you. It's okay to let go. (laughs) It's okay for it not to work out. It's okay for it. Sometimes that man is in your life just for a season. Enjoy him, experience him for what he is and what he offers you. Don't start fooling on your fantasies and start reading into situations and start overthinking and start falling into this constant tirade of, oh yeah, he did this, this must mean this, he did this. Take it at face value because that's what they do for us. Take it at face value. He says to you, hey, I really like you. <laughs> In a moment, he says to you, mm, you can have my kids. That doesn't mean you necessarily he wants want you to, to, to be his wife and mother of his yeah. kids. He's really just saying, I could put my dick in you. Yeah. <laughs> and come in you. And come in you. <laughs> and then be so thankful that you, I spent 38 hours in labor with you. <laughs> and you have to be super grateful to me for that. Yeah. So it really is allowing ourselves to just experience people. And I think we'll end up in happier relationships for that. I think life will be happier. Life will just be happier. Experiencing friendships, experiencing jobs, experiencing business. Just knowing, I don't know, for now, this is what it is. And if it's not serving me now, 
that's fine. That's fine. And just I being honest about what people are doing in our lives, who they are in our lives. Don't just not stop lying to us. Don't over. Don't overestimate your importance in somebody else's life. Guys. <laughs> Let me tell you. Do not overemphasize your importance in someone else's life. If you've never had anything, for, let me be the activist of mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do not, oh my God. I have recently learned that and I started reevaluating literally every single relationship and friendship and everything of mine. Holy hell. It really, and it brings you peace. It brings you so much peace when you take what people, where people place you are where they are. And you, not only that, you accept them for it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been having so much conversations recently about Know who's in your life. Know your people. Know their shortcomings, know their frontcomings, know their longcomings. Just know your people. Know your people and take them for what they are. The more you do that, you just accept them. It's so much easier to love on somebody when you accept them as a whole and you're not constantly forcing them into a certain bubble, into a certain box. It's so much easier for you to just love freely and feel freely. And just allow things to flow. It's okay. Just allow things allow to Allow things to flow. It's okay. That's so beautiful. Just allow things to flow. In literally every, every sense, sense of it. Korea, literally every part everything. of your life. Because what is meant for you and what is meant for longevity and what is meant to be permanently in your life for you and to work for you yeah. will work out. But we sell ourselves short because we're constantly holding on to things that are only supposed to be in your life for a season. It's okay to let go. It might hurt. But your hurt really just comes from the ideals that you put in the place in the same place. It hurts a lot less. But really and truly, guys, know your people. <laughs> Actually, I think before, I think even before that, know who your people are. Mm. Because over the last couple of, I'm going to say six weeks or eight weeks, let me tell you, oh my God, my, I'm going to gatekeep this therapist to the end of the year. It doesn't matter if someone's paying me money. Mm. My kind therapist. Gatekeeper. Gate- like, I encourage, I never encourage gatekeeping, but this one, gatekeep. Yeah. Gatekeep. I, I, I can't. Almost couldn't even give her to my mother. No, don't. Not to my dad. <laughs> don't. <laughs> no, like honestly, if you know who she is, you know who she is. He or she. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it would be really good to have her on our next event. Yeah, it would be. Mm. Mm. Anyway, but it's okay. Just, She's always booked out anyway. Oh, so she mm. actually is always booked out. Mm. Um, unless you're really troubled, then she'll make space for you. <laughs> 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 um, but that's not a positive thing and we've been doing a lot of work mm. actually we've been doing some work <laughs> let me say that um, and a lot of and that has made me the mind shift change I literally it was two days ago I was in tears because I was like holy hell this is so different mm. like the mind because how I think and some people feel to me people are familiar this I think is very different from that. It is. It is. I think yeah. hard, like it's quite different. Quite different. Don't need to talk to me for long to know that. And 
because of that, it's come with a lot of fucking burden. She mm. calls it climbing up a mountain, as everyone is in mm. life, but now with a bag of stones. And, like, I always lean to people. And, like, I meet someone and I immediately try to. I over whatever my position in their lives. You overestimate your Overestimate yeah. my mm. position in their lives. And I'm very quick to be like, this is my person. Um, actually, that's not true. Once I get to a certain stage with someone, I'm very, it takes a lot. But once I get to that stage, mm. I'm very quick to, this is my, like, I'm very quick to seek that connection with certain people. Mm. And over the work that I've been doing the last couple of weeks, I've just realized that you, <laughs> before you even know who your people are, please know who your people are mm. like know who your actual people are mm. because when we start i feel like once we start reevaluating a lot of our, a lot of our friendships a lot of our family dynamics mm. a lot of our work dynamics a lot of our friendships and relationships some of the people we really hold so close to our heart do not hold us that close to them and That's they act like it yeah because people because the same way you hold someone to the to your heart so close you act that way and the same way they don't they don't act like mm-hmm. that so before even getting the time to you know know who your people know your people and fucking love them and you know take the long comings the short comings and the fucking know you because you have because you you need to have this bracket and i'm learning this you need to have mm. a bracket for people who you actually pay attention to mm. so it's one two three people however many people and that's your family that's your close friends you're like these are my people that's the core that's your core yeah so these people, regardless of uh, this, these are the people who I love, in spite of mm. they'll fuck up as life is. I'll fuck up because it's who I am. Um, but in spite of this is my core, mm. and these other people I can walk away at any single time. And even with your core people, you can always walk away. Mm. But it takes okay. a bit mm. more before you walk away. Mm. But knowing who. And even within your people, don't um, don't overemphasize your fucking importance. Take it, it for what it is. Absolutely, t- and people, you know what? People tell you it doesn't matter if it's your mother. We're human your father, beings. We show you. Pe- it's, people it will always show come you through. exactly mm. what is it, and just take it because I think the biggest fear, and even my biggest fear, is it's not being alone because as an only child, I've been alone a lot with mm. my thoughts. So I'm not. It's not a fear of that, but I know that is a lot of people's fears. It's a sense of being alone mm. without being alone. Mm. So the sense of I want, I'll speak for myself, like I want to have people who I can share life with. I don't mind staying at my house a week by myself, just watching TV with my own thoughts. It's fine. I actually really enjoy that. But it's when those moments really count, am I just going to be by myself? Mm. I remember growing up, one of my biggest fears that used to drive me... You know, I've got my diary from when I was a kid. It's lit... Oh, man. Like, all these things started from a very long time ago. One of the things that I've written most in my diary, especially when me and my best friend, Nicole... Mm. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Nicole's. <laughs> um, Nicole would have fights. My biggest thing that I always write in my diary is like, Holy shit, I won't have a bridesmaid at my bride at my wedding. Oh really? Oh yeah. bless your so heart. I don't care being alone. It's when those big moments at the bigger come, moments, yeah. 
good bad medium. Mm. You know, when something happens, it's like when a spider's on your windshield, who the fuck do you call? Mm. Or, you know, when you get a job. And I think that's what a lot of people use to still attach to people who really and truly don't need to be in your life. Yeah. Um, and then you're over, you know, like you're this attached to them, yet they, they're this attached to you. Just maintain that. And I think what I'm learning is you won't be by yourself. You absolutely, you might have that one person. You might have those two people. Fuck, you might have 50 people. But at the end of the day, you really wouldn't be by yourself. Mm. So it's okay, man. Just fucking let it go. Even relationships and stuff. Like, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not. It's, Don't get it's me. It's not easy. It's a whole journey. But I think once you start, first of all, breaking down, because even that's done that friendship thing, it's you're holding on to somebody, holding on to something because you need them to be present for certain parts of your life. Exactly. Certain things that even you haven't even reached yet. Yeah. Yourself, you're not even ready for. You don't even know if you'll reach. You don't even know if you're going to reach. Speaking, you know what I mean? And then when they say, live your life like you're going to die tomorrow, it's also like, leave your relationships like you're going to die tomorrow. Yeah. Don't hold on to the shitty man because you think you want to marry him and you're at a stage in a life where you want to be a, you want to be a wife, you want to be a husband, you want to be a mother, you want to be whatever. And this one shitty man is the only one in your life. You're holding on to him because it's time. It's time. My time is coming. Really hold on to my, my mother says, your sell by date is coming. Say <laughs> to me, engage yourself. <laughs> engage yourself. Your sell by date is coming. So whatever is in your life is what you're going to hold on to because where do you start again from scratch? It's, and it's okay to start a fresh. Hard. It's, it's it's a hard, but it's okay. It's so it's refreshing. Mm. So many times I started a fresh, and I've been so glad that I did. Later on, yes. Later on, you do, but in that <laughs> in the moment, yes, it hurts. It tugs on your heartstrings. But I think that's also like I think that's like even for me, and even as you said that, I just thought to myself: imagine having to start a fresh alone. That is, you know, the thought of it. It's you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's stuff like that. That like, I personally think, and that's just as I, like, I advocate for therapy, whatever your form of therapy is, but I advocate my personal therapist, should be everyone's therapist. Stuff like that is just stuff that you can, because really and truly, because I have started over so many times mm. through several different mm-hmm. things in life. Mm. And sometimes I've started over by myself, like even battles that absolutely no one else knows about. And I've just been myself been so difficult and some of the time starting over has just been made that tiny bit easier when you've got one person or other people around you mm, so mm. now i i completely understand wanting to keep people just so that you've got you know but in the long run man honestly mm. call me i'm so good to just that yeah <laughs> maybe don't call me because no, don't, don't call her. She's always not disturb anyway. Yeah, always <laughs> not disturb. But on all my business, I didn't say this is a noun. People who try calling me a call. But, yeah, just, mm. man, look. And you know what I'm learning? Oh, my God, you know what I'm learning? I am learning that life works out. I don't believe I'm saying it, it out loud. It does, doesn't it? But, oh, my God. Life works out. Life just, I was actually driving, I can't remember what it was that. Life works out. Like, don't get me wrong, roller fucking coaster. But, you know, it, it works It out. settles it, eventually. It, it settles and it works out. And it's okay. It works out, guys. Mm. 
Um, Saturday new segment. It went so well. First of all, I'm so glad. I think people were a bit hesitant at the beginning. I think a few wines and people are very happy too. So during the our Sisterhood in the Vines event, we had a segment that obviously we had our aunties and mamas there. And I had an Ask Mama segment and they had people sending questions anonymously. And wow, those questions are lit. It was so beautiful. I loved them so it was about everything and anything. anything. We Thank covered you guys. all the bases. Thank you guys. You made the event. We had a list of questions on like shit. I'm not sure if we'll mm. um, but we only touched on one or two of mm. our questions. Mm. Okay, so oh so how this works, we've got a thing, we've got a form on our website, completely anonymous. Like literally we could not track you and we don't have the time for anyway. Um, completely anonymous. So you send in your questions and you know we answer it on the podcast and we can sometimes we'll put it out and people can answer it, can help answer as well. <clears throat> the subject, can I be a stepmom? Here's a message. So I'm twenty four years old and I've been seeing this guy twenty nine for nine months now. Mm. He says we're in the talking stage, but I think it's more than that. I love this man and I'm sure he loves me too. Anyway, I've never been to his house. He always comes to mine and I've never thought too much about it because he said he's got housemates and it'd be weird ETC. Last week I had to pick him up and he asked me to go in as he finished getting ready. Normal guy house, nice, nice, neat, slightly messy ETC. Then I see a children's book and toy by the couch and immediately I knew he's got a child so I leave and wait by the car I've never gone through his phone but when I for when I got home I went through his phone I saw photos of a kid and messages between him and kids mum planning schedules money etc I haven't told him yet that I know I love him he's great treats me well but he's got a child can I be a stepmom should I tell him should I leave I have lived experience, and I'll answer that beautifully. Says, <laughs> so first of all, how long have they been seeing each other? Nine months? Yeah, some, some like that. Less than ten years. <laughs> Nine months. Nine months. Nine months is a long time. Nine months is time enough for you to have had your own baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. With him, right? The fact that a he hasn't disclosed the fact that he has a child mm-hmm. to you is a massive red flag in the first place. Because what is he waiting on? Mm-hmm. Because if he really and truly saw you again, this comes back to sis. Have you listened to the whole episode? Mm-hmm. It was overestimating your importance in somebody's life. Mm-hmm. He's telling you on the talking stage. Really and truly, sis, you're on the talking stage, mm-hmm. and that is all he intends to do with you. You should not Talk. be loving this man. As a 24-year-old, you have so much of your life ahead of you. Sweet baby girl. And best believe, sis, this man has no intention of keeping you in his life long term. Because if he did, he would be very intentional about welcoming you and opening up other parts of his life to him. Okay. To you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I've got two things to say. Mm. I actually have a question. I've heard from some guy's perspective that my baby mama is crazy. This is what they've said, not me. Um, and I'm protecting you from that. I'm protecting you from all that drama. That's okay. You can protect me from your baby mama, but still let me know that you have a child. Okay. I don't even need to meet your child. Yeah. I yeah, think I, I just need to, to be aware because 
As a father, right? The child takes up minimum three days of a week. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. If you're a present father, right? Yeah. So in these three days, you're telling me I am so completely removed from these three days of your life Mm -hmm. that you're keeping it away from me. Mm -hmm. This is massive. Children are a massive thing. Massive. And fathers love their kids. You'd hope so. A man will hate you, but love the child that you have (laughs) by him. Yeah. Really and truly. And the fact that he's keeping away something that's so precious to him. Again, massive red flag. It's so telling that he has no intention of keeping you in his life. Either that or he's waiting to fill you out to see whether you're fit to be a stepmom. And really and truly, sis. At 24. At 24. At any age, age, really. And you know what? People have kids young and that's okay. Children children are a gift from God. We love that. That's okay. But he also should not be, if he's stringing you along for nine months, he should not be taking away your decision to be a stepmom or not. Yeah. Because you're in this thing. For nine months, you are not talking to anybody else. For nine months, you are claiming my man, my man, my man. You're cleaning, you're doing what you're cooking. Shit, you're picking up from his house, right? Back here. That's a long ass time to be doing these things. Yeah. You're making a lot of sacrifices for what you think you're investing because you're asking to buy a bigger stepmom. So yeah. that means you're seeing yourself marrying this man. Yeah. And moving in and living with this child. That's what you're seeing yourself as. Yeah. He is not seeing you like that. No. Or he might be. Look, my my second thing actually is before we get to the kids, there's already too many red flags going on mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Let me talk how are we talking for nine months as a 29 year old no one has to, why are we why do you have time to be talking for nine for months nine. we're not even seeing each other this stage this is just things we met we're talking we're seeing each other we're dating we're in a relationship then we're engaged and we're married and we're dead there is a, a, a nine months talking stage that's red flag mm. for me number one like, i just think that that's completely like a waste of time my second thing is what exactly you have said Obviously, this kid is spending time with him because there's books and whatever at the house. I don't know what you said, but good on you for being. I like an alert person. I fucking love that. My thing is, as he's spending time with this, book, what is what he telling you? Because if you're me? talking, we're assuming you're talking at least every every other day. Every okay. day. If it's talking, we better do it well. We're doing it well. <laughs> but in the talking stage, we need to be. You're doing, doing yapa 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 like yapa like rats. Honestly, we need to be doing the most talking anyone has ever talked in this fucking relationship. For nine months, oh, so all we're talking. From the sun. We're doing that. You know, we're doing that ugly going to bed while on FaceTime together. (laughs) You wait. Putting the tripod on. On, yes. If it's talk, that talking will do. That's the talking we need to be doing at nine months. That's when I sleep on the phone together. Oh, you hang up. No, I didn't hang up my phone, Dad. Oh, good morning. Get in the shower with the fucking iPad. Yes. Airports. Because. For nine months, nine months. Ah, uh, no. You know how I like to sleep. You know, and like, what in the world? And, and how again, have we been talking for nine months, and you've not told me that you're a your father. father. What I what is he telling you? That's he's so comfortable lying to you. Yeah. Because what nine is he months. telling you about the times that he is spending with this with child. this child? Again, the red flags are just red. It's the scarlet red. Before red. you even honestly, and first of all, why are you as a twin? No, it's not about an age. Remember the age factor. She could be twenty nine. She could be thirty. It's okay. Womanhood. It's it. Whatever. It's fair enough. You're different stages. Yeah. And it's okay. I was nineteen, thinking I could be a stepmom. Yeah, actually, Nicole. Yeah. Yeah. So. (laughs) 
Because I was going to say, like, I feel like as a 24-year-old, but uh, you know what? I actually take that back. I actually take that back. Because sometimes, like, if I met, yeah, sometimes if you meet someone... It's one of those things where, like, you meet somebody and you like them for them and everything, in spite (laughs) of, and everything that comes with them. I never thought I'd even consider it, but then I met this person. Yeah. But I wouldn't imagine being a stepmom to be easy. It's not. It's, it's not. Because not only are you dealing easy. for the rest of your life, you have this other woman. For the rest of your life. For the, as I am, and I couldn't. May the Lord be with you if she's actually crazy. Because if they're mad, oh, these baby mamas are mad. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes for good reason. Sometimes for absolutely no good. Reason. No good reason. Yeah. Sometimes people are just crazy. Just they just we're crazy. Some of our friends tell us about their baby mama stories. No, like, this one that I thought I could be, I could be a stepmom for. Oh, I remember being in the car with this man, and this woman called him, and you he had been saying this girl was crazy. You didn't believe it. I'd not believe it you until I had it in my own two years. You I said. said that's actually the reason why. That's when I called it. I yeah. said, I cannot ever deal with this. Yeah. I can never have this woman even knowing my face. Yeah. Knowing that I exist. Your because name. God, the wahala that will follow me. Yeah. Simply for just being associated with you. It's too much. A hundred percent. Because you'll be taking that on me. Whatever yeah. anger she's not taking out on you. On. It's projected on me. Yeah. For no goddamn reason. For because no it just reason. exists. Yeah. Because I like you. I said no, thank you. What is like? Nah, like that cool. I can like the next. I time. can like the next. I another man would like myself. me. Another twenty-year-old man would like me with no children. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I, yeah, like I said, I can't imagine being a stepmom being easy. And like for me to be a stepmom, it would have to be the most perfect relationship that possibly exists. Everything else would have to outweigh the fact that I love kids. It's not about the kid. It's the fact that for the rest of our lives, there's someone else. There's someone else. And as much as we can come together and say, okay, we'll have our own kids and do whatever, we can do all these things. But unless you're a widower, we are, I am consistently still stands laugh as you may i am consistently dealing with another woman who was a part of your life a significant part of your life She's a mother of your and child. still is a significant part of your yeah. life when it comes to decision making when deciding what's cool to send the kids money where, will, to, move. where to move where Travel. we can live everything about us has to factor in her yeah a child you can carry a child to move across the world it's yeah. fine but when a child is attached to somebody else it's as well, when you're co-parenting, it's, it's, it's a whole different ballgame. And like, we can't tell you whether you can be, because she's asked here, can I be a stepmom? We cannot We can't tell, tell you, that. you that. You can be a stepmom and be not just do this one. Yeah. Because if you wanted you to be a stepmom, you would be a stepmom. Yeah. Now. She's asked here, should I tell him and should I leave? Uh, me, I don't know how to keep quiet. <laughs> Uh, that's what we know we're different. Yeah. Sis, knowledge is power. Keep it, just keep it quiet. I'm actually... Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on to that knowledge that you have with you. Yeah. And act accordingly. Yeah. Now you know. Yeah. Now you know where he has placed you. Now you know that he's lying to you when he tells you, oh, I'm with the boys tonight on a Saturday night. I can't come out. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I've got to cancel last minute. You know the baby mama has dumped the child on him because yeah. the baby mama wants to go out with the girls. Yeah. He has to babysit. Imagine the mom saying, man saying I had to babysit my own child. Anyway, that's a whole different story. You know. Yeah. 
and just but then sit with that. Still and like, after all of let that. that open up your eyes, and then you make a more informed decision. Because what's gonna happen is, as soon as you start going at him, it'll be turned back on you because it will be what you go through my phone. Oh, let me tell. Nah, but no, 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 no. The gaslighting will begin, and they will do it. I feel like if a guy ever tells that to me, I'm like already. But he be justified. Why did you go through my phone? Because I fucking came to your house, and there was a book and chat, and so why did you ask me about the book? Why did you, go, why did you have to go through my I, phone? I, it doesn't matter. I went through it. We can find about that later. You can ask me about it. But for now, I am asking you why you have a goddamn baby that I do not know about. So we can talk about the fact that I went And he will still die on the house. Like, man, man, gaslighting is, is their nature. They do it so beautifully. Sis, they'll catch you off guard. I, you know what? Do yeah. not put yourself in a position to be gaslit in the first place. But I don't think it would be a conversation of, baby, why didn't you tell me you've got a kid? I think you'll be, hey, I've just found out you've got a kid and I'm out. How do you know I have a child? Because I looked through your phone, but you know what, honey? Ah, oh, no, 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 no. So you did like, what? Hang on. None of that matters because I'm out. <laughs> okay, you, that's, that's not a conversation. It's her saying that's I'm out. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I am, no, she, She's I am asking, not having, mm. after this, I'm not staying. Oh, you're not staying? No. Okay. I could never trust you because my thing is, don't get me wrong. Like for me, before we even get to the child, there's a few red flags. Mm-hmm. There's a talking stage for nine months. Now, listen here. I have done a talking stage for 13 months. Yeah. And it was a getter. Yeah. I cannot imagine myself doing another talking stage for longer than three weeks. Actually, two, 14 days and 14 nights is my limit for me so that to me is a red flag at mm. my stage of life now i am not doing a talking stage for now because we're not even getting to this point where i'm now seeing books and whatever's at your house that's red flag number two red flag number one red flag number two how nonchalant or unchaotic are you that you're not even making sure because if you're hiding things why the heck have you not read this book and whatever how, because he believes he can pass it off when you ask him that's the thing he will but he believes that he can pass it's it off when you ask him. It's very intentional yeah. about it. And the thing, I, I can't be with someone who's that calculated. My third red flag and my biggest one is actually, I think the I think the um talking stage probably biggest one, but third biggest is one is what have you been telling me during this time that you've mm. been spending time with your child? And the way I am set up, I could never trust you again. I simply could never. Like it would be. I'll stay in the relationship, but it'll be an uphill battle. You tell me you're sleeping, I don't know if you are. And the way I'm set up, I'll bring it mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So for me, I could just not stay. I know you say you love the man, but like we said before, in this world, how many men are there? So many men exist. I don't think you need to bring it up in terms of I went through your phone and this is what I saw. Okay. You sit with that information, you went through his phone. Yeah. But now you know. See, it's so much easier to catch him in a lie. Mm. I see what you mean. So it's, be more tactical. Be about more it. tactical about it because as soon as you sell yourself short and start saying "I went through your phone," you're already undercutting yourself. Mm-hmm. Any argument that stands between that, you lost your legs for the argument. Yeah, but see, my thing is, see, I would typically do that if I'm staying. But even because if you're staying or not, you still have to, sis. You still have to live with tactic. Because if end, I'm leaving there, I don't have to. Because I'm. I'm finding out now and I'm living now. Well, she hasn't. She's been going at it for What's a while. So she's me? she's going for that. She's asking advice. Not for you. She's asking advice for her. <laughs> <laughs> I think reverse time is my only advice that you can have. 
we're here now, right? We're here now. Okay. She's it, most likely case, still seeing that guy. Okay. She hasn't told him that she's gone through his phone. Uh, okay, so this is advice for me. This is advice for the girl. It's for the girl. You know what? It's not a hypothetical. Be it's a real life. Hypothetical. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'm sorry. Whoever you are, anonymous, I'm fucking sorry. I I now agree with Nicole. Mm. Be tactical about it. Be tactical about it. Wait it out. Catch him out in his lies. Shit, pull up on him one day when you know he's with the child. Baby, I was in your area. Oh, shit, what's happening? Because best believe the child will come out. Yeah. It's now that you know. It's so so hard. But now that you know, you know what to look out for. And that's when you catch him in the lie. Catch him fumbling. Catch him in a space where he cannot lie to you anymore. Look, I think... I definitely think be tactical about it. I just don't think don't drag it out. Don't drag it out too far either. Don't sell yourself short in the same space. I think too. a week. It's most likely be more than a week at this point. But I think from from now, a week. So, By the next no, no, episode, no. It's her own healing. No, it's her own healing too. You can't rush somebody else's process. Sis, do whatever you need to do. But all in all, you're aware. A, nine months talking stage, too damn long. He's wasting your time. He has no intention of making you a step what in this first place. About? Really and truly, if not his child. Um, <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Number two, he can't know that you've been through his phone. Yes, you were curious about it. Yes, you went through it. Yes, you did it. And good for you, information is power. Yeah. But he cannot, this, is, this cannot be the way you presented to him. Because he will switch the back on you so quickly and so beautifully, you find yourself shaking in your own boots, and, that and they're so good at that. A man yes, yeah, and he will use that as his standing ground to even hurt you. That's actually never happened to me because to take if, a higher if it happens, I'm slapping them. Oh, that now is when you ask me. Why I'm going oh no, to they her. will, and they it's will, and they will do it so me. beautifully. They will you do know. it so so beautifully. And yeah, number three says, choose yourself. It's I think, I think you are a beautiful thing. woman. Don't even need to know who you are, so they're a beautiful yes, woman who is selling herself short, being with a man who doesn't value her enough to even let her, let her into his own life. Yeah. Because best believe, there's something so wholesome. And here's the thing about men. Men know. Men know where you are in their lives when they meet you. It does not take them two months. It doesn't take them, sure as hell doesn't take them nine months. They know. And every action they make and every decision that they take from when you enter their lives until the moment that you leave, until the moment they choose to have you in their life permanently, they show you. And all you do and all we do to sell ourselves short. Ah, we need this word so much. We're selling ourselves short. Sell yourself long, sis. Long and long lengthen your selling. What we do so wrong is that we overestimate, and we'll sing this to the ends of the earth, you overestimate your place in this man's life. He has already placed you, and he's already showing you where you're at. Because, again, he is not looking at you as a stepmom. He is looking at you as a temporary girlfriend. You are his escape from his other life. And when he is ready to have a second mom for his child, it will not be you. And you will be left shooketh. Yeah. You're already considering your 24-year-old yeah. uh, womb that has not carried a child. Yeah. You're probably looking at baby clothes. You're now thinking, oh, step mommy, step... Sis, it's not worth it. Yeah. Because if he had seen you as that, he in two in. months, he would have let you in. Yeah. You would have met the baby. You would have done all the other things. If he was very serious about having you in his life, as this baby stepmom, yeah. 
Instagram, he would have shown you already. And I, I don't even think it means meeting even. I think just knowing. Knowing. I think that's the biggest thing. Absolutely. The fact that it's coming to a year. Nine months is as good as a year. The fact that you don't even know that there's a child. Yes, because a man, a man will send you pictures of his children. Um, these men love their children. He will send you pictures. He's got pictures. If he's not sharing with you, if he's sharing with you his work, he's sharing with you his you friends' problems, his other life problems sharing with you. Oh, you do There's talk. one thing that I bet you he loves more than anything yeah. in the world. He like would die friends. and sacrifice for this child and he's not letting you in about that. That's a problem. But then also, it could also be, what conversations are you guys having about children in the future? Does he not feel secure? Again, this is now being devil's advocate, but nine months are too long to stretch it. Nine months is too long to stretch it, but the only other reason why he wouldn't have told you about this child is keeping it a secret is because you guys have had conversations that have made him believe that you do not want to be a mother. No, she wants to be a stepmom. Nah, sis wants to be a stepmom. So sis, when he brings it up to you and says like that, don't take it. Because if she genuinely did not want kids, this email, I feel, would have been very easy. Like, guys, I don't want to be a mom. I don't want to be a stepmom. I don't want to be a stepmom. Yeah. Nah, sis wants to be a stepmom. All right. Anyway, sis. Anyway. <laughs> Please, give us an update. Mm-hmm. Songs of the week. Songs of the week. I think I already read mine to the playlist. Okay. I have two. I've got seven, but I'll just do two. Mm. I've been discovering old music. You know when you discover old music? Oh. I know. It slaps different. Okay, put that woman first. Mm. I went, earlier this week, I went down, uh, you can play it, plays for a while. I went down my 2000s, early 2000s R&B. And the way these men loved on women, they don't do it like this anymore. R&B men don't songs. do it like this now. Yeah. This is Put That Woman First by Jaheem. Oh, and oh my God. Even sounds like a church song. Oh, I think I've heard this song. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have heard this song. Wow, our vibes are very different then. What's your next song? It was the early 2000s version of um, that Bruno Purama song. Um, I wish I bought you flowers, whatever. Green Night, I... uh, not Green Night. Um... Yeah, that one. It's the it's the R and B version yeah. of that. Yeah, you know that song. That's mm-hmm. the next one. No. Why did I get excited then? Don't remember. But silly me, silly me. Tell me how could I ever forget to be your love? But you need love to spend my life making up to you. Oh, oh, I forgot to be. Okay, I'll add it to my playlist. I remember listening to this. Keep getting rest. I remember in her purse. You better talk that one, my friend. I just don't see you. I just want to be little games. Anyway, okay, what's your next one? That was old school R&B. I think I don't, which one did I put on there? Did I put in, I found this song very randomly in my old like songs recently. Weight in Gold, is that there? Galant? Nah, let me search it. It's very church song. Okay, I love it. I love it's a very beautiful stuff. song. 
Weight in? Weight in gold. Weight as in kilos. Thanks for that clarification. Mm-hmm. Weight in gold gallons? Mm-hmm. Mm. I always like that rasp, raspy. I think that's how you say it. Mm. Okay, straight away to my light songs. weight in gold so now how gold normally feels even heavier yes so you're pulling your own weight in gold like i can't do this alone okay so gold is helping me no the as my weight in gold feels heavier like you're pulling your weight but in gold so weight normally it's a lot more it's compact so it's harder to pull and harder to carry like three kilos of gold and yeah. normal three kilos don't feel the same okay. even there's all three kilos yeah. because weight is gold, gold is so is compact. compact so it's just when you're pulling your weight in yeah. gold it's just it's a lot heavier to pull right okay so i can't like call me anxious call me broken but I just can't do it alone wow. i can't do it on my own right. oh. i hope he's okay <laughs> I'm falling round way. Oh, I resonate to this. Yeah. This resonates, sorry. Okay, I'm going to listen to this in the car. Every time I discover a new song, I have to listen to it in the car. On blast, as yeah. you're driving. So it's different. Especially at night. Yeah. Then that's why I really decided if I like a song. I've actually gotten rid of some of the songs. What? <laughs> like, Ew, now. Okay, nice. <laughs> My song. Whole different mood. <laughs> many options i have about six but i'm gonna do two pick your two i've Thanks. already skipped my mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. i'm very tempted to do that one instead let's see how i feel about this one okay i'm sure you know this song did you have sex with this song yeah <laughs> i don't know This is the sex playlist one. God music. <laughs> so back how we taste your skin. This is the music I'm listening to. No man. Okay, this is my best bit. Can you see your mother? <laughs> 
smash somewhere oh. of me singing this song the superficial love thing got me going crazy baby if you want me then you gotta take me I'm so down oh. and if you wanna keep me then you gotta treat me like a damn princess make I'm so down the standards this is not the hair way it's said it took love this weekend <laughs> that's what we carried on that was into both of mm. i don't want it if it's fake and i just i just want it if it's real and i'm thinking i should let you know this superficial love thing got me going crazy baby if you want me then you better take me i'm so done not being your number one it's so beautiful so sad. <laughs> if you want to keep me, you better treat me like a damn princess. Really and truly. Uh, superficial love. You know, I'll throw in a bonus for you. I'll throw in a bonus. Actually, let me, let me hold it for next week. What was I was going to throw in a bonus song for you after I heard your first song. Okay. Like another song you absolutely love. Okay, tell me, tell me. You have to tell me. Have to tell me. Um, Fire by Sir. Okay. But you really need to hear it. Okay. Pull up the lyrics as you are. Fire by? Sir. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
Episode of Organized Chaos. Emphasis on chaos. <laughs> <laughs> More chaotic than ever. Please make sure you're following us on our socials. We're organizedchaos.pod on Instagram. And that has the links to all our other social media. And yes, we can catch you on the next episode. It's been your girl, Nicole. <laughs> Sorry, we lost that. Um, it's me. <laughs> I'm the one. <laughs>